0: Hello friends, welcome to Mavs Moneyball Group Therapy. I'm coming to you about a half hour after the Mavs just lost to the New York Knicks by many, many points. 23 points? Yeah, it's really an ugly game. Kind of probably the worst game I've watched uh, them play. The sort of game that makes you question your priors. Um, we were so happy and now we're not. Alas, here we are. So I want to hear what you guys think, because I think the proper reaction to the game is, okay, it's just one loss. Uh, And then you look at the box score, and you see that not a single player played well. I know Brunson's stat line was actually kind of okay, but I thought he was pretty bad. I kind of thought everybody was bad. And maybe that happens, but I don't like it, and we don't have to like it. So why don't you guys come up on stage, and let's talk about it. And then we can get on out of here and go to sleep. Coming up first, my man Taylor. Taylor, what's happening? Welcome back to the show, or to the show. I can't remember if you've joined here before.
1: Hey, man. Hey, Kirk. Yeah, I came around early on whenever you started doing these, but it's, been, it's my first time in a while. <clears throat> my first point, um, to your point that nobody played well, I knew we were probably going to lose this game when I saw that the Mavs got to New York City yesterday afternoon, meaning they had an off night in the
2: city.
1: Ooh, good. These boys played like they were at one oak or lava or something last night. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's be real. I mean, like, especially, especially all these guys, Omicron already ran through them all. So they've got that they've got that quadruple protection or whatever. And like, it's <laughs> so when we came out and like, we came out those first four or five possessions. And the way we looked, missing these wide open looks, then I knew that it probably wasn't going to be our night.
0: I like this. So do you remember the, the game, which will stick with me from last year, was when they were in the playoff hunt and they went to Memphis and Luka oh, came yeah. out red faced, <laughs> bloated, like I'm a they big ate thirty dude. pounds of brisket the night before. For yes, sure. <laughs> brisket and beers, and just had a great night of beer pong. And like I was getting, I got two, I got messages from people who claim to be wait staff at that at that <laughs> restaurant, being like these guys were partying. And so it like like yes, yeah. so there there are times when these guys have a good time, and you know that- we've not seen many absolutely bed shitting performances in the last <laughs> couple of weeks, and this or this was one of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then and with the way they've played so well over the last over the last couple of weeks, and like the way they played when 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 COVID was running through the whole team, like look, like we're gonna have these nights like this. Especially, I missed the Julius Randle thing that they just talked about incessantly on the ESPN broadcast, and like given given all that context, like you know, not I'm not surprised, and, and the fact that. They had an off night in the city last night. I'm not surprised that this game turned out the way it is. In the end, I think we're playing well on the whole and we're trending in the right direction. And so it sucked watching them just shit the bed on national television once again. Again. But
0: like, did, did you know their record in national television games? I, I saw. I,
1: no, I saw you tweet out asking about it. Did you get a response? I got an answer. They are
0: a crisp one- and no. ten <laughs> This year? No. Or is it one and nine? I had it pulled up oh, here. No. My mentions are a disaster. They <laughs> Yeah, no. They are one and nine. One and nine in ESPN, <laughs> ABC and TNT games. So every game that matters except for one, they've lost. Okay.
1: And so that leads me pretty well to my second point, actually, was I tonight was one of the few nights I was able to just kinda lock in. especially on the national TV games, lock it and watch the pregame. I watch NBA countdown beforehand and just the lack of attention that was paid to this game beforehand was just incredible. And then will bond and all those guys like the, what, what they were saying beforehand, it was just so obvious. They hadn't watched any, any Mavs basketball whatsoever this year. There was one point I which, right beforehand, right before the game started, and they get like 90 seconds to try to spew out whatever they're going to say about this game, uh, uh, Jalen Rose goes, yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr., he's playing really great this year. He's key to their success. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you – I didn't watch it at all. No, dude, I
1: legit I, – I guarantee you, all I, like, I swear to God he said that. And then at halftime, this is like – I, I grew up watching Woban on PTI, and he's like my guy, right? And I've lost all respect for him at this point because at halftime – he comes out and he says, it was like, oh, they're all, Luca's playing pretty well, which he was. 14, he has done okay five. at half. Third, yeah. third quarter is when he died. But when he, but what, what they harped on was like, oh, he only has one assist. He's got to pick that up. <laughs> it's like, dude, did you not see the seven wide open three pointers in rhythm, wide open three pointers that he generated <laughs> in the first, like for, in the first quarter alone. And guys just weren't making shots and like, to your point I, I think it's a lot of these national media guys you can't blame them they can't watch every game like you can't watch every game period they not watching every game of the mavs like we are uh and so like that that's like the, i watch this nba countdown and it's i think it's the last one i'm watching for the rest of the year because it's just so clear i'm not going to get any sort of insight on my mavericks whatsoever well
0: the dirty little secret is nobody else watches the the nba countdown or really the league in yeah. general but we're not we're not allowed to talk about how no one actually watches NBA games anymore because it makes people yeah. upset. But yeah. Alas, here we are. Um, this is well, great. Great start to the show. Thank you for I, joining. Of course.
1: Of course. I'm always I always make sure even though I don't pop in, I always make sure I listen to the pod whenever you
0: release them afterwards. So love Thanks what you're so doing and uh, keep up the good work, Kirk. We love you. Appreciate you. I hope you come back. Talk to you soon, Taylor. OK, coming up next. Um, let's go with Zach. Zach,
3: how we doing? Uh, you, you asked me to come back after a spicy lunch. I did. I did. Is, yeah, is did that you... why we lost? No, 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 no. I'm not nearly that <laughs> Um, Here's the thing. Um, like what I said last time, Luca is still, you know, figuring out how to focus all the time. I don't necessarily subscribe to the they partied all night in New York thing. I like the theory, um, though. It's fun. I love it. I love it. I think that, you know, these are dudes and they're going to a place that's fucking cold in New York. Um, there's, you know, while, while the NBA, you know, we had the, we had the, the Omicron era, um, I think, you know, people are still scared shitless and it's a basketball game, but, you know, they got 20, 23 hours in their day that, you know, they can be distracted by you know all sorts of other stuff which is fine they're human um, right you know i and Porzingis didn't play you know if if we play you know 600 ball the rest of the year and wind up with the grizzlies in the first round which is what it seems like it's destined to do uh it's going to be a hell of a series i honestly i i if they lose i'll be annoyed and I know I just predicted exactly what's going to happen the rest of the season. And they may not watch it, but you know, keep on, <laughs> keep up the good work. And, uh, you know, just, ah, so frustrating. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Well,
0: the one thing, and I talked about this with Josh on our podcast is like, I place an unreasonable level of importance on winning streaks simply because the Mavericks haven't had any, you know, six games like between 2011. So, 2012 to now. So 2011 was the last time they had an eight-game win streak. That's their longest win streak prior to this one, where six games was tied like five or six times. That means over the course of roughly 10 years of basketball, so probably not 82 games, probably in the neighborhood, 750 games, let's say. They only won six games in a row. They couldn't do it. Now, part of that is because the team was getting worse. Like, I get it, I get it, I get it, but it speaks to the lack of consistency in which they've been able to play. Cause sometimes you just luck into this shit and it, it, it's a little frustrating to me that they lost like this, but maybe it's just getting all of it out of their system. I don't know. That's the, that's the optimist.
3: Well, and I appreciate you gracing me with that, uh, with that, you know, take, um, the, you know, spinning to the trade deadline and stuff like that, which is coming up, you know, I don't think we're going to do much. And I'm okay with that. You know, um, anyone who's ever started a job ever, you always know the first year you watch and you listen, and the second year you do shit. Mm. Uh, hang in there. Hang in there. You know, these are humans, right? You know, maybe Luca just went on a, went on a you know, Call of Duty street last night with up until 3 a.m. You know, I don't know. Um,
0: that's I like that the, take, too. Like, complete. really, like, he's, he's out there playing Fortnite, yelling at small children. We've all
3: done it. We've all done it when we need to go to work the next day. This is their job. And the See, I can't do anymore.
0: Seriously. I play Sea of Thieves, and I get owned by Australian teenagers who call me names and their amazing accents as I get boarded and sunk. But
3: that's my and problem. And I play, but I
0: understand what you mean. And,
3: and I play 2K against the computer, and I run a oh, no. role, and I just, I wax everybody, and that's fine. Uh, and I like it. <laughs> you know, I need some winning in my life, but I, That's think right. I think, yeah. So thanks for having me on. Let's get to some other people, share their wisdom, spit some bars, uh, but I appreciate it. And I'll see you after the next game too.
0: Yes, sir. Have a good one.
4: All right. Coming up next, Chris, how we doing, Chris? Oh, good. How are you doing? Uh, Zach's funny. Spit some bars. <laughs> I like that. Time to spit some bars now, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, that day, the day before we traded for Porzingis, we won that game. Okay. Now I know we didn't, definitely didn't win the next two games after that, you know, when Porzingis started playing because we just got our ass kicked. Have we won against the Knicks since we've had Porzingis? I
0: yes. Think? Yes. We've beaten them a couple of times.
4: We we've have, only okay. beaten them
0: once in New York, but we've only, this is only the third time we've played in New York since we've had him. Okay, okay.
4: It seems like so. they're the only team we do trades with. I mean, we have Frank Milikina Tim the <laughs> Jr., Trey Burr. Dallas, it's the Dallas Mavs-Knicks. God, so man, it's, it sucks. I, but, you know what? Like, I had a bad feeling about this. I, I wasn't thinking about the partying thing, but just being two days off, I was like, oh, man, not don't have more than one day off because I feel like they just came out sluggish, no energy. Just, But I'm going to give credit to the Knicks, too. They're they got coach Tibbs and they made, they are playing hard. So playing hard on defense, getting good transition buckets. Mitchell Robinson was just. They out physical, the
0: Mavericks. That's yeah, the first yeah. game in a while where I've seen the Mavericks get bullied. And it, you know, which is weird because we played Dwight Powell. So you would assume most nights we get bullied, but it was like something like Maxie who I'm loathe to criticize. Cause I think they asked too much of him. He got the, he had the yips. He was bad.
4: There was and, one play. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. was kinda, kind of, kind uh, of annoyed with Maxie, Just kind of, uh, I think, yeah, Mitchell Robinson had a dunk, and then Maxie shoulda came in and helped it a little bit, but you know, ended up Tim Hardaway Jr. get get dunked on. But just, uh, I was just there was just lack of energy from everybody tonight. I mean, they were just, I'm surprised they didn't put on in just to kind of limit some of those dunks. But I mean, is he injured? Because we haven't even seen him play in a long time either. Like, yeah. Bob on. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I don't know if he was still in health and safety protocols. I'm guessing if he's not seeing any time, then they might be a little concerned about his, about his wind because he's never been able to play really long periods. Cause he's such a huge person like staying in good physical shape, even though he's like an unbelievable athlete for a seven, three is just like really hard. So it's like coming back in and playing. I'm a, that's, that's interesting. I I don't know. Bobon's not the best defensive presence, but he's also huge, so I understand. Yeah, why he's, not
4: gonna all, all. he's not going to be the end-all, be-all. He's not going to be the reason why we have a chance to win. That's just—he's in there for a spot, you know, five, six minutes stretch. He just has his good runs, you know, at times. But I, I was really disappointed that Porzingis couldn't be out there. He had not it was before the Nuggets game. I think it was the last time he played, right? It's been a while. Like I thought it was a six-game quarantine thing, or he must be actually really sick, or so, or or was—I don't know. Hopefully he's okay right yeah. now. but. Yeah. Uh just the, the, the yeah, lastly the three point shooting again, just bearing its ugly head, just what, Luca one for nine? I mean Tim Hardaway Jr. one for seven. This is let's all start this shit again, guys. Come on, like Well, the Luca stuff,
0: I'm I'm it's it feels like a chicken in the egg discussion because he was making such great passes to wide open shooters, mm-hmm. and all of them are missing. So then he
4: gets pissy and takes shitty shots. So I'm not should he
5: stop
4: yeah, taking want, bad no. shots? Yes. Um, just on the national TV game, I was watching that first and then I was like, I, I, I got to go back to the Valley sports because I like hear Mark, Mark followwell talk. He, he, he's the best analyst, honestly, to me in in the NBA. Um, but yeah, the ESPN won at first, you know, Doris Burke was pointing that out. I mean, and it sounded like she hasn't seen many Mavs games, but she's like, yeah, they are getting really good looks and we're, just embarrassing ourselves on national TV again, just missing these wide open shots against the Knicks, man. We could have gotten the seven game winning streak. We're going into Friday. It's going to be a tough game. That might be a loss as well, but I don't know. Hopefully we can do to the Grizzlies what the Knicks did to us, you know? So, I mean. Well, this
0: next stretch, the rest of this month, the Mavericks play a back-to-back this Friday, Saturday. Then they play a back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday of next week against Toronto and Phoenix. Then they play another back to back on January 25th and 26th against Golden State and Portland. And then they finish the month with the back to back against the Pacers in Orlando. Now, if you look at like all eight of those games put together, it's kind of a, a tough game and a winnable game paired, but. And, you yeah, know, the Orlando be, and
4: the Thunder game is definitely you, you've got to get those you wins. You've got
0: to get exactly. That's
4: where my head was going. Like, you have to get these. One of the things we've
0: not seen the Mavericks do this year is shit the bet against bad teams. And mm-hmm. so they, they need to get these wins in because it, it's like, I, you know, I was really trying to enjoy the win streak. And, you know, and I did. I did, and, and I'm not really mad about this game because it felt it just felt ugly from the get go. Um, yeah. It was real bad in the fourth quarter when there was like a maxi three and a Brunson three where there was nobody within 20 feet of those dudes and just nothing. <laughs> and it, it it's just like, come on, guys. Like, is there something about that gym where you can't shoot? Because you will look at a lot of these games in New York the past several years and the Mavs never play well there. I mean, they have beaten them in New York once. I did. I did look it up. But it's it's. Ah,
4: I don't know. But this it's, might be it's a challenging having the back-to-backs, honestly. I mean, they're probably going to rest some here and there, certain players. But mm. just to keep the team on their toes, because I think I don't like this when they're off for two days. I always have a bad feeling going today. I'm like, they're going to be sluggish. They're going to be come out rusty or something. And then we're yeah. going to have to grind ourselves back into a game. It happens every time. Like I feel like we keep ourselves on our, – or the masks keep themselves on their toes, play back-to-backs. Hopefully they play the tough teams, maybe on the first out of a back-to-back, and, you know, the second one kind of rest some players and, you know, we we've seen it where we haven't had Luke and Porzingis out there and we've had other players step up. Hopefully Josh Green can, you know, reemerge and play decent and, you know, Marquis Chris and hopefully they do sign him, you know, after this. Because what is it? After they will. The day, they have to sign. They will. Him
0: they have to sign him and they will like this yeah. is this is um There's no real nice way to say this, but these contracts with Josh Bowe and I have called shitty since the moment they were signed are in fact bad. It's wild. (laughs) Um, It's wild that the bad thing was bad instead of the people who are always critical of you're too hard on the Mavericks. No, well, they just look at it this way. At
4: least we didn't overpay for Tim Hardaway Jr. because he could have made more money at the Pelicans or, you know, at least sure. we didn't pay any more. Money. I, don't I don't
0: know. know. Uh, Tim's such know a soft can. spot for me. Like, I just, I really think he'll turn it around now. Considering, considering <laughs> they played 40, 41 games, they're now at the, the Rubicon of sorts for him to figure yeah. out how to, uh, to you know they're in the they're in the downswing of the season so if he's going to turn around he needs to do it soon
4: maybe the Mavs need to hire Tim Hardaway senior just to hang out you know be, just the come whole along Hardaway with the family
0: team. just come to Dallas be with Tim it makes him happy love Tim I like I I rationally loved Tim, and I think it's because I I hated him at first so it's just he won me over oh well
4: <laughs> but yeah let's let's hopefully we'll get a win on Friday let's see what let's see what happens all right, man. Talk soon. Have a good one. Thanks, Kurt.
0: All right. Last but not least, we have a C- uh, long, long-time Mavs t- uh, fan, Mr. Mister Dodang. How are we doing this evening?
5: Oh, I'm struggling with my health, but, you know, I still want to watch every freaking Mavericks game, no matter how punishing it is. Oh, my God. Holy cow.
0: What do you crazy. got for us? Come a little closer to the phone. We can't hear you. It's too great. Sorry about that. So that was perfect. What I don't understand
5: is when there's no energy and all our bench players have been playing so well, why are we keeping these guys in in the middle of the third quarter? Why aren't we bringing in green? Why aren't we bringing in some other guys? This coaching decision by Sweeney is the first time I've been upset with him. Yeah. Bring back Jason Kidd. Oh, my God. What was that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that. And then, like, when they left left Luka in when the game was out of control – like, I mean, I, I, that was a little weird. So I'm like, like this Luca just has a penchant for getting hurt in the worst possible time. Did not like that either. I know what you mean.
5: And, and with Luca on these nationally televised games, I swear the guy tries too hard. He knows he's on national TV. He plays sometimes. I don't think when he should play at all. And then he overdoes things. And Then he gets frustrated when his teammates don't do well. When you see, you can look on Luca's face and you could see, hey, this is a time where you need to bring in somebody else. Let them have a chance to cool down, bring in some different energy, some different vibes. And they had a stretch where they played pretty good when Luca went out of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. They caught back up.
5: You know, it just didn't make any sense. And then why you keep on putting Luca down on the low block when he puts up some horrible shooting and some terrible passing? <laughs>
0: Same. It's a really interesting point that we've not talked about enough this year is that last year Luca in the post was one of the most devastating weapons the Mavericks have, and Porzingis was really awful. This year it's the the flip side. where Porzingis has been pretty good, uh, top 10 at one point. I don't think he is anymore. Um, and some of the – like Kevin O'Connor put out some, some out-of-context, incorrect, bad point-per-possession point stats for Porzingis, but Porzingis is still pretty good. And then you have Luca, who his points per possession on these post ups has been nothing short of horrendous. And it's you know it comes back to the fitness discussion. He's still like Luca is his his asset at the moment is his strength because he is a strong human being. It is it's kind of underrated to be quite honest with you. But checking Julius Randle, no problem. Yeah, right. Holding
5: his ground, not giving up an inch but
0: that's a fat boy though i mean he's but he's not but he doesn't get anywhere is this it's like he's holding his ground or in a lot of instances bullying but then when he tries to sort of use leverage and balance to get you know a different shot he's not getting the same kind of looks and they're not falling and i mean eight of 23 is rough somebody posted his shooting split since coming back and that sucks and you know you can't help but think like the flip side to this whole thing is he has 41 or so games to get himself in shape. And if we remember how good he looked against the Clippers last year in terms of physical shape, I think he'll get there. I really, really do.
5: Yeah. Where's the pick and roll. I don't see any pick and roll with, you know, he's more effective in the pick and roll. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, Marquis Chris sets a good screen. Dwight Powell does. Okay. I think it it's time to be a little critical of how Luca uses screens a lot of times he uses it to get the switch, the mismatch that he wants. But I find Luca to be a lot more dangerous on the move um, when he's like getting dribble handoffs and such. At least right now, um, I know that he likes the the hand. You know, okay, so Jeremy just posted the, the splits, and the all these are all season long. Okay, so he's 42% from field, 31 from three, 71%. Like that's just not good. Um, they they just, they, they need to get. One of the things when Luca was out that was, like, very evident is they did a lot more stuff off ball. There was more cuts. There was more yeah. dribble handoffs. And since Luca comes back, it's just, just more dribbling than they need to do.
5: Oh, I agree. The offensive diversity is not there. Not at all. Yeah. You know. And then I'm tired of THJ. When he's not on, he's a liability in all other parts of the game.
0: Ooh, he's so bad at defense.
5: Oh, my God. Once he, he he's in there and he's missed his first three shots, get him out of the game. yep. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, I think I think they ought to do with him the same way I think that they ought to use Boban, where if you're going to use Boban, you know within about 90 seconds if it's going to work or not. Oh, um, um, just pull him. And, go, and, like, have that discussion. These guys are professionals. If Tim misses three shots in a row, pull him. Or get him in a play where he's not taking a shot. Get him a rim look. Get him something to go. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I'm just tired of some
5: of the same old things, you know. It's just I don't mind them losing, but the way that you lose, the lack of effort, the lack of creativity, you know, there, there's got to be more to NBA coaching than this to make adjustments. You know?
0: I understand. <sighs> I mean, this is, this is this is the fight. the flip side of him signing a 207 million dollar contract. When you are this good, this young, you are you sort of have the ability to say. Not even like consciously do it, but he, he can kind of justifiably say like, what can you people tell me that I don't already know? This is why I was so dead set on them getting Goran Dragic here come hell or high water because I think Goron is the kind of person and player who he respects enough and doesn't want to disappoint. Jason Kidd was an NBA champion, but also not a very good coach. And Luka probably knew that coming in. There's just little things that happen here and there where I just wish that that they would have designed this team differently. But, you know, we've talked about that at length. That isn't who they are, and they they have to figure some things out.
5: Yeah, well, I'm trying to be optimistic, you know. Hopefully it's it's
0: one game. It's one game.
5: game. I'm trying to be calm. You know, it's not the end of the world, but, you know, I knew that some regression was going to happen. This was just pathetic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would like for them to finish the month above 500. Like the whole, not the month. Like their overall record. I would like for them to be above 500 because they get the bulk of their back to backs out of the way, and then they can sort of concentrate on some stuff. Here's a stat that ought to make every single person in this chat feel better. The Atlanta Hawks have not won a home game since before Thanksgiving, November 22nd. So things could be really weird. We're not the Hawks. Yeah,
5: that that is true. You know, we are a lot more blessed. It's not as bad as it should be, could be. But at the same time, you know, we're creatures that want more because we love our team. Sure. We don't criticize because we love our team. We don't criticize because we just want to bitch. I know my blood pressure can't take it. You know, my kidneys can't take it. You know, I'm on dialysis. <laughs> you, know. you know, I sure as shit don't like the stress, but my endorphins, I released some amazing endorphins during the seven-game stretch. Holy cow, I've been through a lot of pain. it been fun. And this has been amazing. This has been my only relief, you know, during this whole diatribe of kidney failure. You know, and it's been great. I mean, it almost seemed like 2011 again.
0: <laughs> That's right. Winning is fun. Winning is a cure. Well, thank you for joining us, my friend. I hope you uh, start to feel better at some point. Lord knows, though.
5: I appreciate you doing the green rooms.
0: All right. Talk soon. All right, we had one more speaker request. Manny, how are we doing tonight? You want to you – what do you got for us?
6: Hey, what's up, Kirk? Welcome, welcome. Hey, Kirk, what do you think about the uh, Ben Simmons rumors?
0: Uh, so my favorite part of that guy's tweet today was he tweeted something out, and then, like, after it started to get play – he responded with, well, this is all speculation. So my thought was, is this sourced or is this speculation? You can't have, like, that's not a thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I didn't want to crush the guy because he follows me on Twitter for some reason, but I I just, I don't see it. I I don't. What the Mavericks would have to do to get Ben Simmons is be involved in a three-team trade, which is hard, while also giving up probably their 2025 pick and their twenty twenty seven pick. And they, mm. in my humble opinion, would save those in the oh shit, Luca, please don't leave, please don't leave, please don't leave.
6: Right. You
0: know, one of those trades.
6: <clears throat> Do you think okay, so am I crazy to think that Jalen Brunson is is close to like equal value of Ben Simmons? I mean, <clears throat> when he was starting when Luca was out, like his stats were insane. Like, they were top five in point guard, right? Point guard stats. I, think. I don't know. Excuse me.
0: I will say that Brunson's. Brunson and Simmons are such polar opposite type dudes. Um, mm-hmm. Brunson's biggest challenge is that if anybody taller than 6'5 guards him, he has an issue. He just does. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. Simmons' issue is that he can't shoot and. Um, won't shoot. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just such so odd. And plus, like, it's the salary difference. This is the real, real, real hard part of dealing with anything with Brunson. He makes $1.5 million. So yeah. if you're sending him out in the trade, you're having to package a lot of bullshit to go along with him. And getting to an appropriate salary number to match anything is really hard.
6: <clears throat> okay, let me ask you this. Just just one more question. Sure. Would you, um, let's say... Three-team trade, right? And let's say the Mavericks move Jalen Brunson to the 76ers, and the 76ers are like, all right, we're going to need more. Would you trade KP to another team and then redirect stuff towards 76ers way and still do it? Or do you think they're still going to say no?
0: I'm not sure what KP's trade value is. It's better than it was, but I'm not sure what it is. And I just... I have a hard time parting with picks. I think if you're parting with picks, you're doing so to lock a team up that is really, really unbelievable. And I'm just of the opinion that if you move picks right now, you're essentially saying that who they pick and who they get. So if it's Ben Simmons, whatever, you're then locking your team in like there's nothing else you can do. We think we're hamstrung now, and we and the Mavericks are, because they owe the, the 2023 pick to the Knicks as top 10 protected, which currently means they actually would have to lift that trade protection to do something else. Um, we think we're hamstrung now. Like At that point, it's game over. Like There's nothing else to be done. You've traded out two future firsts, and you're basically sitting and waiting. And so I just – I don't have a great feel for this. I'm not a good person to ask this. Like, friend of the program, Dalton – you know,
2: mm.
0: he loves trades. I tease him about this all the time. He was like, well, the Mavericks should trade KP for for Anthony Davis. And like,
6: <laughs> okay.
0: It's not happening. What yeah, are we doing
6: right. here? <laughs> Anyhow. Um, uh, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what, like, when I saw those reports today, I was just like, um, I was just well, thinking. Well, this is bad I,
0: information season.
6: Yeah, it is. That's true. I mean, we're getting closer to the deadline. I mean, I was just thinking like the 76ers would, would want Jalen Brunson. I mean, I, I look at Jalen Brunson as like almost uh, a cow Lowry type figure. Like he, he has a tremendous impact on winning games to me. I Absolutely. Mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm overrating him, but
0: No, he's the he's been the most <clears throat> important Dallas Maverick this season. Mm-hmm. I have kicked the shit out of Brunson for two years because honestly, I haven't liked how he's played sometimes. But he yeah. is the most important Dallas member. I don't know if he's he's certainly not the best, but he's played a ton of games. He's helped keep he's helped keep them in it as KP and Luca have struggled at different points. He's he's been it. I, if you're trading him, you have to improve. And I don't know if that can happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling bullish on Brunson at the moment, but you know I could be wrong. This yeah. trade shit is impossible. That's yeah. why I don't. That's why I don't like talking about it because like I just feel like I'm like stepping on landmines of being wrong every five seconds.
6: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, Kirk. Well, that's all I wanted to. That's all I wanted to ask, man. Uh, I love you all. If you're, sure thing. Uh, Have a good night. Yeah. Thank you very much.
0: Come back. Hope uh, enjoyed uh, talking with you. Okay, then um, Jose wants to chat, and then we'll get on out of dodge.
2: Uh, not much. Uh, I was just in the, the spaces with Bibs and Rees. Cheating on me, slut! <laughs> <Kidding. laughs> hey, we got to get it how we live, Kurt. You know, you know why I don't use
0: spaces? I don't use spaces because when it, they, they have a hard time sending you your download after the fact if you have a lot of tweets. I have 310,000 tweets. I wouldn't get my download.
2: Well, you're big time now, Kirk. You got the little chair, so it might do something for you. But, uh, my thought process about the game is we, we looked really sloppy. We didn't come out with enough momentum. I, I haven't been here, of course, to, to hear everybody else's input, but, um, we, we just didn't play a good game. And th- I, I don't want to be somebody who who tells fans how to fan, but this was my discourse last time when I came in here and said, hey, somebody needs to be traded. And then at the end of the season, if we don't move Brunson before the trade deadline or nothing happens at the trade deadline for the Mavericks, we're going to be wondering uh, if Brunson is the guy that we need to sign for $20 million. And then when you put Tim Hardaway, Brunson, Luca, and KP's contract, that's over a hundred something million dollars a year for four guys that you know is not going to get you an NBA championship anytime soon. And in this game, we seen uh, we seen the paint get demolished, and partially was because the white, partially was because Luca wasn't. Be- Able to move to or rotate to the open man, but uh, I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm ready for for a positive change. I'm not saying that Brunson is a bad player, but if say for example the the Ben Simmons stuff is true, if they want Brunson, why not why not sure. bring Simmons? I mean, uh. This was documented. I was on this pod, well, on, on this green room with you and saying why Ben Simmons wouldn't be a, a fit because he wouldn't shoot the shot. But with, with Ben Simmons, you get a ball handler and you get a defender and you get two in one. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying anything for me outside of Lucas on the table. And, and just this game, uh, it's just a disappointment. All all the hype of maybe going into Friday night with a seven-game win streak and probably knocking off one of the hottest teams in the West is it, kind of like simmered down now. And we just got a tough matchup to, to look forward to against me
0: I understand. I understand all those positions. I don't know what the Mavericks think about anything. That's been, you know, easily one of the the more frustrating parts about this, this team because, you know, I think we all knew that the front office was iffy, but I don't think we understood just how quite how dysfunctional it was. And then we have owner Mark Cuban, who is really, you know, fantasy GM Mark Cuban, and we still don't know what's what. So when we talk about all this stuff, and we have these ideas, and we're having a great time because we all love transactions. Even I love transactions. I'm just not good at pitching them. It's it's just not like we just don't know what they're gonna do. And we have and and so it just if when when you lose a game by 23 points after playing so well for you know a week and a half, it's I don't want to say it's gutting, but it's just it's like it's frustrating. And you know we had. It's it's just a difficult part of all this. Is is I I think where I would go because we we the next couple of weeks, you know, a lot of people are going to have a great time with this. You know, I don't have fun with trade season.
2: <laughs> I, just- <laughs> I I love trade season. Uh, I had asked Mark Stein about uh, Tim Hardaway's trade value, and he said there's absolutely none. Well really that that was Jazz's question, but uh since I was uh up on stage I went ahead and asked it for her, but he he just kinda shut it down expeditiously. So <laughs>
0: that was really funny. I heard that because it was just like him basically being just like the concept that Rick Carlisle would want any of these players is so fucking funny. And and we're all just delude ourselves. And like, oh yeah, Rick Carlisle might want Kristaps Porzingis. And I'm just like, what planet are people on? Those two are Russia and the United States in the Cold War. Ugh, I love it. Now this 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 stuff is a riot. I'm glad people are happy with it. I'm just terrible at answering questions about it. I
2: honestly, uh, I think. We're all right at some point, but it's just a matter of how many takes are we going to throw out there and how many bullets are we going to catch. For
0: sure. For sure. So, you know, everybody gets mad at me
2: over my takes where I'm like, I would
0: have really liked Alex Caruso on this team. And it's like, you said you ate Caruso. And I'm like, I didn't think he would be that good, but I just didn't think there was a way to afford him. Like, Caruso, we could
2: have paid $6 million too and gotten. Be better than Bullock. Oh, well. I'm not gonna name drop Kirk because I don't I don't want to be disrespectful, but the the Rosen on this Mavs team would work. You put talent with talent is going to work, and if you can't make it work, then something is wrong with X player plus X player. I'm uh, staring
0: at you with Russell Westbrook on my face. <laughs> and saying, sir, not always. I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, thanks for hanging out, buddy.
2: Thank you, Kirk. It's,
0: it's always cool. a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we'll talk late Friday night because the Mavs play the Grizzlies at 9 p.m. local time, which is just truly a, a criminal act, and we should we should riot. But it's another national televi- televised game, so maybe they can fall to 1 in 10 on nationally televised games. <laughs> <laughs> God, God, God. See you soon. all right okay we had one more quest big shot pod what's going on how are you doing mr baza hit the mute button for me well that's okay all right i'm gonna go ahead and go because i'm tired um even though it's 10 o'clock, but I'm old. It's a hell of a week. I'm having a dumb week at work, which is why math stuff is fun. Um, I got to get out of Dodge. I can hear my uh, wife clamoring for, uh, I need to um, apparently go take care of something around the house. So thanks for hanging out friends. And we will talk soon. I'll be back here Friday night. Everyone have a great night.